Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Fresh from the garden, I want to give a big welcome to AV. <laughs> I know it's hard, right, with all of these Zoom meetings and Zoom invites and everything virtual. And I know, um, and we just want to get back to normal, right, AV? Yeah, whatever that <laughs> is. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. So, okay, so let's get down into it. Uh, and you're in Edmonton. Um, Winnipeg here, we're kind of looking at a third lockdown. Everybody's, you know, pretty much had it up to here with restrictions. But yeah. the vaccine rollout is is rolling out. Uh, how is it in Edmonton? Have, you know, where are you guys at? Well, I haven't checked the news today, but it's not good. I know yeah. that already. And um, in, including that we can't even do outdoor performances, which is kind of what I was gearing up for, like even just doing one on my front porch because I did a whole bunch last year. Yes. Um, yes. And I was just talking to somebody on the phone about that this morning because, um, you know, that was the one thing left that we could kind of do. <laughs> I <laughs> and know. even that's not possible right now. So, so, I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, I can't speak for everybody in Edmonton, but I think generally people are just like, oh my god like i thought by now i don't know i think i think it's just fatigue with it all i know yeah yes. it's pretty scary yeah it's pretty scary and um we definitely need to keep hanging in there and i don't know at least the weather is starting to be nice that's well, one saving grace like yeah having to visit all those people going on walks when it's minus 30 is not a really fun visit no you know? no no I, so i'm kind of like a very hopefully forever done with having to visit people that way. Yes. <laughs> well, and yeah. you know what? Uh, you know, everybody's had their own moments of darkness, but then also moments of brightness. And you had spoken about doing home concerts, and that was a huge impetus for this great video. And I think that's what really caught my eye and the whole message oh. behind it. Everybody matters. And then there is like a very compelling story that involves a personal story for you too mm -hmm. so let's share that story well if the story well <clears throat> so of course uh like many musicians i was going to be touring a lot in 2020 and of course it, then that wasn't happening so i um in april i was it had been a month or two since i had had a show at that point because all my march shows were canceled as well can we talk um and so then it was a nice day and I thought I would just like have a, a house on a pretty busy foot traffic street mm -hmm. in my neighborhood. And I went on the balcony and just set my keyboard up and played a couple songs. And I had messaged a few neighbors that I'd be doing that. And um, normally I think if I would do that, you know, it wouldn't be a big deal, but there was literally nothing else for anyone to do at that point. Wow. So I had a, an audience on the street of, of people in masks, <laughs> you know, and then, so then I thought, 
it felt good. Like I, I just felt good to perform again and mm-hmm. to connect as weird as the, as the connection was like seeing people in masks, what I wasn't used to yet and all that. Anyway, last story short, I did the next week and the next week and it kept growing. And then eventually I moved onto the balcony, uh, from the balcony to the porch. Um, and my friend Jojo, who sings back up harmonies with me, joined me because the porch is wide enough that we could be physically distanced from each other. Mm-hmm. And um, next thing you know, we had a band and then we had <laughs> other bands too. Like we had a festival lineup kind of thing. And, um, a couple of times we had catering from the neighbors and oh. it sort of turned into a thing. Every Sunday that we didn't, we did not miss a Sunday in 26 weeks and six months. Oh my and goodness. the weather miraculously cooperated every Sunday. Like there was a couple of cold ones and a couple of iffy ones, but mostly we were very, it just locked out every week that. That, we yeah. 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 And then the neighborhood too, uh, the people there, I mean, it's uh, inner city, correct? Macaulay was the area? Yes. yes. And so, you know, that's uh, poverty, homelessness, you know, yeah. depression, a lot of mental health issues. <laughs> Uh, what was kind of the reaction? Well, we've, you've sort of mentioned it, but um, the reaction up for the music and for this kind of community and gathering at a at a concert, and you know the joy I would think of seeing live music would bring. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was it was uh, I learned a lot this year about myself and about the neighborhood. The neighborhood had a lot to teach me, as it turned out. Um, and actually, my whole album that I work that I sort of gradually releasing and this song is the first single of it was inspired by the neighborhood Mm -hmm. even before the pandemic came out because the album was supposed to come out a year ago already on tour (laughs) yes um but yeah i uh i've lived here for 13 years and as you mentioned it's a neighborhood very notorious for it's uh the opioid crisis has been really bad here and there's a lot of homelessness and a lot of addiction issues and mental illness like you said um and you know just the stigmatization of people who have those issues you know we all have different issues in life but those particular ones seem to be very dismissed and or um just thought of negative in a very sort of disrespectful way by a lot of people in our society and that doesn't make it any easier for people and they have to go through all sorts of other things mm-hmm. based on the fact that their illness isn't really recognized in the same way as other ones if you had cancer if you had a broken leg or something you know mm-hmm. so right. that's definitely been on my mind for so long and then when this happened the porch concerts i hadn't really put any thought into anything more than i want to play i'm a musician that's what i do mm-hmm. I'm doing it but um, because of it being located in the neighborhood that it is, um, two things happened. One is that uh, people from outside of the neighborhood started to find out about them and come with their lawn chairs and their, you know, the little picnics or whatever. And then other people in the neighborhood were coming that were just walking by of all walks of life. The neighborhood is super diverse and there's Buddhist monks and people pushing shopping carts and people of all ages and all religions and from all countries and so um but the most interesting thing that i started to see is that the neighborhood on people in my street started taking pride in it in that they were helping uh clean up the streets there's a lot of garbage in my street always 
Um, they started mowing the lawns and putting social distancing markers up for me. I, I, I started doing it, but they started doing it and they would change it up every week. Like one, one week it was Canada flags for Canada day, whatever. And so, um, that was a change because it's, it's hard to have pride in your neighborhood when you see so much sort of sad mm -hmm. thing. So, um, it ended up being sort of a thing where people were showing off the neighborhood, like all oh, these people are coming from the whole city to here, <laughs> instead of this being the place where people kind of get given to, now we were giving to the rest of the city. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As a place of, uh, you know, people running away from it, they're now coming yeah. to it. And the other thing was that, yeah, then there were all these different people of diverse income levels and all the diversity of every way that you could describe it. Um, all sort of sitting together in the same two meter apart section of boulevard grass. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of an equalizer, you know, like we're all in this together. This is one pandemic. The pandemic is, this, you know. <laughs> and then thirdly, I think what I what was interesting is that so many people in this neighborhood have such huge um, health issues and issues of, of trauma every day by having to find drugs that aren't legal and how to get the money for it and just the life that you have to lead is so traumatizing that a pandemic on top of it all is kind of almost like an afterthought like oh yeah there's a pandemic like whereas the rest other people that were coming were like oh my god my perfectly planned out life has an element without control in it for the first time ever you know for some people and there is kind of like the pandemic for some people was like the biggest thing in their lives, you know, like that never happened. Yes. That wasn't, I don't know, they'd never been in a war or, never, you know, mm -hmm. like a, that kind of thing. So in a way, seeing a whole bunch of people who have a harder life kind of just, okay, and one more thing, and I go to wear a mask. Okay. You know, and it was sort <laughs> of like, it was actually, yeah, it was um, in a way, again, people sort of flipping this script and, and being taught who is being taught and who's learning is often like they can know what you would have how, how it's traditionally seen in maybe a sort of a colonial attitude well so, um, that was cool uh i mean it's amazing how much one song can have over people and just to point to i think in the making of the video you shot it at your house right and included yep. people from the neighborhood uh, which is mm -hmm. so beautiful and I, I mean a sense of pride all around i guess moving forward now av uh, music wise i mean you've always been a great storyteller you've always been a voice for the you know bringing people up um a voice for the the voiceless if you want to say and you've always you know addressed issues what's been the biggest issue for you in the last year and a half Oh, you mean me personally? Yeah, personally. Um, I think, honestly, it's really been bothering me, this whole sort of way that I, and the, the song is really the song is about, actually. It's, it's been hard to rectify how our society, on the one hand, is very much about, um, we got to be selfish and get ahead and get, you know, things for you and your money and your savings and you, you, you and selfies and me, me, me. And, and then on the other hand, you know, supposedly be a culture that values equality and human rights and 
course, it's been the pandemic year, right? So it's the year of Black Lives Matter. It's about it's so much racism, anti-Asian racism, anti-everything racism. And um, there's a lot of um, unresolved issues in the neighborhood of Indigenous rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all kind of swirling around this opioid crisis thing, which is kind of the symptom of it, in a sense, one of the symptoms of it. And so... Yeah, I think for me, it's really been a time where I don't even know how we can possibly do this awkward dance anymore of like, oh, yeah, I'm a good person and not realize that, the, you know, the more affluence one person has, the less someone else has at some stage. And and I don't think middle class people are so much to blame as, as just the whole structure of of having certain people have made literally billions of dollars in this in this year mm-hmm. where others are you know not able to feed their families and children starving and and refugees being created you know so I, I think it's that I think it's just that I don't know how much longer we can live that sort of hypocritical absolutely not it does it cannot coexist but we have (laughs) told ourselves that it can for so long and i just don't i think we're at a point where we're just gonna have to say no it doesn't wow it doesn't well i think that's your next song (laughs) maybe (laughs) to prove it yes to prove it to prove it and to and to open yeah and i i also i also of course realize that then you have to find out like you can't just tear something down you have to have an alternative thing to to give hope instead you know because hope is another thing i learned about this year like um, you know, how much we need that. Yes. And so if, if you have to stay, okay, you have to stay home for three more weeks, you need to have a, a reward at then. You need to have a carrot, like, okay, but then in three weeks you can have this or that, you know, <laughs> and so you have to give people something instead. And so that's really, I think, we've got to find leaders and, and systems that make it, and, and I think they're out there. Yes. So that's, I didn't want to just leave on doom and gloom, but... <laughs> Well, yeah. I will I will do the dangling carrot part of this interview because coming right up, you will see <laughs> Everybody Matters from yeah. AV, a beautiful video including stars from Macaulay in Edmonton and thank you so much for you know showing us you know or shedding the light so the rest of us can see and you know hopefully understand. Um, that's what your concerts did like you said. It brought people from all walks of life to enjoy mm-hmm. music. And I think hopefully, no, looks like not this summer, but hopefully next summer, you'll come yes. here, you'll perform at the Winnipeg oh, Folk Fest. and That would be awesome. And I, you will I have live music. Like, <laughs> I've, uh, I've always, uh, yeah, I, like I, we were talking before I yeah. went to that festival a long time ago, kind of t- hitched my wagon to a performer that was performing and um it was so fun it's such a great festival well hang on to those memories av i know that they'll all come to fruition very soon so i want to thank you and everybody here is everybody matters we're here at the legislative grounds in edmonton where mere months ago people gathered to talk about equality and rights, and the message was loud and clear. Creed RF, never torture me! You are a human being! 
It was a beautiful, unifying moment that the colonial entity so graciously allowed everyone to have. For Channel 96, CHIT News, I'm Frank Lee. been a production of ilikeq.com podcast distribution from the sound off media company what happens when we play outside we become healthier both mentally and physically we become more creative and more focused we connect with nature each other and ourselves let's take this outside a new podcast hosted by me marianne iveson an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance, and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? 
Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.